This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I am so excited today to have my next guest, Miss Cora Shear. She is an amazing a real estate professional that I met just recently, but she is a, a real boss here in Las Vegas. And I, I'm just impressed by what she's able to do. And just just not only just her real estate, but also her background of how she's been able to uh, really hone in on what she's very good at. And she's done, she's realized it over the years of several different industries, but used that same gift of team building and and uh, motivating and you know almost like mama bear i think she has a lot of different uh, <laughs> a lot of different yeah. um nicknames but just an amazing i'm so excited to talk to her uh find out about what some uh, things that she's doing right now in the vegas area miss cora sheer how are you i'm wonderful thank oh, you so much goodness. for having me here yes i'm excited to talk to you so tell me a little bit, you know, I love, first of all, I love real estate. I think you and I had this conversation before. I've been, I was in real estate for uh, 20 years, but in the commercial side. Uh, and um, I, I love women in real estate. I think it's the best, real estate, best industry that women can go into, one of the best. So tell me a little bit about how you get, got into real estate because you haven't always been in real estate. No, I haven't been in real, I've been in real estate for the last 13 years. Um, and three, the last three and a half years, I've been with a company called Realty One Group. And, uh, but before that, I was actually with a company where I was uh, basically a buyer's agent for a flipper. So I made only uh, things on the buy side. I uh, made about 3,000 offers a year, and uh, I think the most I closed in one year was like 157, uh, but those were mainly all short sales, foreclosures, uh, bankruptcies, uh, all in that time frame in the 2013, mm-hmm. 2012 uh, time frame and, and things, and that's kind of when I got into uh, the business, so I kind of missed that bust in the 2008, and yeah. uh, it seems like I have this knack for coming in at the low end and and everybody else is either getting out or whatever. But for me, I don't know any better. So I just <laughs> go forth and sell and flourish. Right. Uh, but um, prior to that, I was 19 years in the insurance and financial services industry. Um, I worked with companies such as Prudential, MetLife, American National. Um, and uh, that really helped me, I think, in the sales and yeah. uh, selling life insurance and health insurance and those things that people don't want but need. Um, right. And it's not tangible, you know, so it's really difficult um, to be able to sell those types of things. If you can sell insurance, you can sell ice cubes to Eskimos, you know. <laughs> Uh, so I took all that and the systems and everything that I did and moved that, of course, into real estate. But uh, insurance and financial services was probably where I started building teams and, and things. Um, and I'm going to go back actually a little bit further than that, because eight years prior to that, I was a, 
uh, in the computer electronics and engineering field. Uh, that's what I am by trade. My degrees and things are in computer science, electronic data processing, electronics minor, things of that sort. And I actually worked at the Nevada test site um, out here in uh, Las Vegas, starting from Albuquerque, New Mexico with the national laboratories. Um, and uh, what I found out then was kind of getting into the boss lady types of things. I worked in a group of 50 and there were 49 men and one woman, one woman, wow. which was me. And, uh, you know, and I was a computer, all the others were scientists and electronics and, and everything like that. So in order to fit into that, I think I went into teaching mode. And by definition, I think I've taught in every industry that I do that shows my experience, my knowledge. Uh, but I've got a knack to be able to take a person from where they are at now and move them to something into a new field, a new portal, if you will, mm -hmm. so that they can learn new things. And uh, that was very exciting for me. Uh, but what I learned from there was, is that I need to be with people because <laughs> being a female computer geek is, um, you know, kind of strange. Uh, but anyway, I took that. I took the knowledge of websites, databases, learning all of that and went into the insurance and financial services. And from there, I became a rock star in the sales end of it because mm -hmm. I could get databases and names and send out a thousand letters a week and make 20 appointments, uh, you know, and, and um, I excelled very much in insurance. In three years, I had 3,000 clients and, you know, number one and two agent. And so they moved me to sales manager. And guess what? They said, build a team, build 12 of me. Wow. <laughs> So I did literally. My first three women were five foot two and female, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they came in and said, "I we didn't mean literally." <laughs> so, uh, but I built twelve. Um, we went to number one team in Prudential, wow. and uh, that was my team building. Uh, but again, teaching, showing everybody what it is. I was in the field doing everything with them. Um, when you're a good salesperson, then you can put that off to other people, and then. After 19 years of doing that, recruiting, hiring, and training, and managing over 250 agents in Las Vegas here between three major companies, going from agent to sales manager to district manager to regional manager, you know, general manager of, of those companies was really impressive and allowed me to build systems, mm -hmm. uh, systems for training and teaching and how to do the sales process and how to roll up your sleeves and work right alongside the agents and make them successful. And then after 19 years of that, I said, I'm going to go into real estate and work myself, you know, by myself. Well, that lasted about three months because I <laughs> <laughs> got a hundred leads my first month uh, because I knew how to do the databases and the lead generation and everything, yeah. which has really, really helped me with the computer background and, and um, all of a sudden, I got 100 leads. I sold nine in the first 45 days and said, what am I going to do with the rest of the 91? Right. And then the next month, got another 100. And uh, so I started building teams and, and or building a team um, and started teaching the agents how to do everything that I did, basically an extension of myself. But I come in now in the real estate end, and I do all of the offers, the negotiation, and the close and let the agents work all of the leads and bring them in. So it's my processes. It's the yeah. systems that really excel 
Um, now I just recently merged with another agent in the office, uh, Mary Perry. So we're the Perry Shear team mm-hmm. and we have 32 agents now wow. in two and a half years. So, um, and we are probably going to finish the second largest team in Realty One in Las Vegas this year. Very, so, very cool. Uh, pretty cool. So that kind of summarizes it. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I was really impressed by you because we went to okay, your office, you were explaining to me a little bit about your team building skills and your system. And it was really, I mean, I never really did sales on the, you know, uh, residential side or within um, real estate, but I love the way you're explaining your system and how you build uh, your business and uh, just impressed by you just in general, I would say, you know, by even just your team, we started, I started meeting some of your team and I thought, oh my gosh, this woman is no joke. Uh, just the way you do it. So I'm, I'm really impressed. Now it can't always have been easy because if you're in a group with mostly men and you're the only woman that can't be easy. I know it can't be. So tell me a little bit about your journey and some of the difficulties, whether, whether it's in your life or your business that you had to experience along the way. So back in the computer industry, first of all, when I graduated from the Technical Institute, I was the only female there as well. And the company that I was interviewing with, I had to have... Um, I had to have two degrees because they only took electronics degrees and I was a computer science to, so I got two, um, I got two uh, um, associates degrees in the time of one and then also piled on the electronics uh, minor so that they could see me. And then I still had to have a 3.7 average. And uh, when Albuquerque Sandy elects came to Kansas, cause I was born and raised in Kansas, they only took three people, you know, and I was one of the three. Uh, my husband, first husband at that time was the second one. He was an AI engineer, a robotics engineer. And uh, so they took him too. So I kind of had to sneak my way in there. And okay, so we can get a two for one. But at the same point, then when I went to the laboratories, there were all these men. And so I'm kind of going, okay, I'm the the brainiac, if you will. But will they see me as that? And, uh, but yet I was in the computer industry, so it was different. And I took scientists that were using slide rules and showed them how to use the computer and how to uh, work the secretaries with word processing for the first time. So I really had to overcome that and go into teaching mode. I found out that a lot of people see a woman teacher as somebody they can respect and they can do. So I had to figure that out. And then I had to come across that way. Um, when I went into the insurance industry, um, that was a little trying because I went in in 1992 and in 1993, I got married. I, during that time, I had gotten divorced, remarried, um, and we had been married for three weeks. I had just started in December and March 12th, we got married. And um, three weeks after I was married, my husband was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Oh, my goodness. And um, four weeks after that, I was actually diagnosed with cervical cancer. So here I am in a brand new job, insurance of all things. And um, thank goodness I was with a company both of us were because, um, you know, my husband had to have emergency surgery and then further surgery after that and chemotherapy. And I about lost him four times during that time. And here I was a brand new, um, brand new wife, 
and um, and then I had cervical cancer, and so we were off three months in disability, using long term or yeah, excuse me, using um, medical insurance. You know, thank God we had our life insurance done. We had all of this done, which was good because I had pre-planned for that, but it was still very hard because I was off three months and my my boss at that time would let me come back to work, work in 40 hours, because he said that would be part time for you because you work 80 hours a week. So, (laughs) (laughs) so he wouldn't let me come back until I could do 80 hours. That was three months, but I still finished the number one agent out of the office in a nine month time period. So I, you know, you have to overcome those types of things, which is really difficult. And knowing that my husband, you know, was, was going through that too. Uh, But everything turned out okay. And we fast forwarded uh, through all of that. And then um, I turned around and I think in the real estate end of it, it's like, okay, now you've got a brand new career because uh, I just decided to basically get out of I couldn't hold my license as an insurance and be a real estate agent too. At the same I had, time. Yeah, I had securities mm-hmm. license, life right. and health and property and casualties and series six and 63 and 26, all these licenses. So I had to give that up and just go full time into real estate. And I'm going, okay, it's still commission, I can do this. <laughs> Let's get mm-hmm. moving and get sales real quick and, and things. And uh, the company I was with at that point, just basically had me answering phones and and things you know off uh, from listings and the prior person there had only sold like six in a year well I sold 36 in six months you know wow. and so um, it's just being able to get with those people and and uh, and do the sales which I was mm-hmm. good at uh, but I still then needed to say hey I wanted more so he came to me basically and said you know what's this short sale stuff what's all of that and I said well I sold three or four and it was funny because he said well now you're an expert and uh, he <laughs> and I laughed because and he said well do you think you could create me a short sale department and I said well let me put some things together so I put a process together and I came back to him and presented it to him and showed him how much it would cost and he says well how many people do I have to hire and I said well just me you know and uh, but that was like a 16 18 hour and that's when we started writing 3000 offers and I did templates and I did systems and, you know, and, and everything or, you know, working 18 hours, we would submit 10 hours at least, or excuse me, 10 offers a night and hope we had one or two the next morning to be able to put into escrow. And so that was really overcoming that was, it was innovative because nobody else could really do that without kind of doing it as a department. So you know, I luckily have skills in that area to be able to foresee and put together something and then make it work. Because I literally had a closing every single day, um, you know, on that you have to 157 out of 365 days, you count backwards and you figure out what you have to do. Uh, But the other thing that was kind of interesting, too, is I still wanted to have time for myself. I'm a traveler. And um, so actually that year, literally, four months out of that year, I was on vacation or travel. And I was still closing them worldwide, I'd be on a cruise, I'd be in London, I'd be somewhere, because I knew the internet, I knew the Wi Fi, I knew the systems that I had, and I could be anywhere in the world. So that was really, really nice. And I also came in about time and really delved into uh, motivational. I'm a life coach as well. I'm a certified instructor for Bob Proctor. Um, wow, yes, it's so, amazing. 
Yeah, so that's really, really interesting. I think that keeps me where I'm at with the universe and the portals that I go through. And, you know, some people believe in those things, some people don't. But uh, my thing is think big, um, quantum leaps. And uh, you've got to be able to know, you don't have to know exactly how you're going to do it. You just need to know that it will get done. And the systems and things just fall into place. Amazing. Amazing. I, I, I love I love your story because a lot of times people look at successful people, women, and think, oh, this this must have been smooth sailing this whole time. What would you say is the thing that kept you focused and going? Because sometimes people we all have life, right, that happens to us. Mm-hmm. And some people kind of buckle under the pressure of life. Uh, and some people seem to be able to navigate it a little bit more easily. What do you think that is for you? It's, you know, I don't know. One of the big things is, is somebody telling me that I can't do something <laughs> that kind of pretty much spurs, <laughs> you know, don't, don't tell Cora no, right? <laughs> <laughs> because then it's just, it's just different for me because, uh, uh, and I know where it is that I want to go. I've, I've kind of got a motto that if I can't be in the top 10% of anything, then I really don't want to play the game. Um, you know, or it's not for me. So, but I know if I start something that I put my heart into it, that I will, will be in that top 10% of, of everything. And I think that's what spurs me on. And then grab reaching back and grabbing somebody, and bringing them up as well, because I get as much satisfaction with doing that as well. You know, I'm, I am, like you said, the mama bear, the, the, this, and, you know, and, and the person that they go to rely on and try to look up to. So I try to be that type of a role model too. I love that. Well, what, what is inspiring you right now? No, I'm 61 years old. And instead of thinking about retirement, I'm getting ready to build an empire. You sure are. <laughs> just just uh, going for it. Yeah, just never yeah. never seeing the end. What would you tell um, another woman, whether it be your team, whether it be another woman you met, what would you tell them that they need to do in order to be successful? I think they need to find out what it is that they are good at and have a passion for. And at that stage, um, the stars align for you. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, Corey, this is so amazing. I'm excited about what we're doing this year and all the the fun stuff that's coming up. Is there anything else you want to share? And also, we want to know how we find you. (laughs) Uh, Find me as far as... um, On social media, your website, or your phone number. How how do we Uh find you if we're in the market for buying or selling or refinance or anything like that? Well, um, as far as uh, uh, in Las Vegas, I am licensed in three states. So I'm licensed in Utah and New Mexico as well because I have homes there and and uh, friends and everything. But phone number is 702-232-9908. Uh, right now you can reach me on email, uh, Cora, and it's with a K. So it's K-O-R-A. So that's always a difference. Sometimes I have a hashtag Cora with a K. <laughs> K-O-R-A at uh, Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, Sheer, S-H-E-A-R, team.com. Uh, that's one of my nine emails. So <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have in common, nine emails a week. <laughs> and um, uh, I think on social media, it's under Cora Sheer. Uh, as, as far as business page, it's Cora Sheer at uh, the Perry Sheer Team Realty One Group. And um, uh, Instagram, Cora Shear, I keep, keep it pretty simple as far as that goes. 
And uh, I don't know. I think I would just say I think you just really need to think big and then just sit back and think bigger. Because for me, it's, you know, just on the spur of the moment, say I'm going to do 10 of something. And then I just remember Bob Proctor saying, what happens if I could show you how to do 10 in a month rather than 10 in a year? And let your mind expand and just think about that because you will think bigger and it, you will change your whole way of thinking. If you have to think in a small set, that's fine. But if you have to think big and then you get that all set and then just go, what if it was even bigger? It's just That's probably my advice. Thank you, Cora, so much. This has been amazing. I look forward to spending some more time with you, getting to know you better. And thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being here.